So they thank you for uh, arranging time for us. This is the first time we're doing outdoor podcasts with, especially out of Hong Kong. And um, thank you for having us once again. We're really learning new stuff that I think we want uh, the world also to know about what is tea and most most about what you do and where you're from, what is your name, if you can introduce us a little bit for our listeners. Yeah, I've already introduced <laughs> a few times already. My name is Sonam Lama. And uh, yeah, I'm a, actually I'm a third generation uh, tea man. <laughs> My great-grandfather used to be in tea, you know. He used to tell all lies and take people from Nepal to Darjeeling, you know. There's work out there in Darjeeling. So, uh, you know, like uh, Nave people <laughs> from Nepal, he used to, you know, take them to Darjeeling and tell, tell them, like, there's money in tea and... So most of the people he took out there were used as uh, uh, the labor force in Darjeeling because mm-hmm. Darjeeling was that time a, a forest. So they had to uproot the forest and prepare the land, plant some tea. tea. So he established a, a few, about 70 gardens out there. Uh, he helped in establishing 70 gardens out there when the British were, were planting tea in Darjeeling, maybe in 1800. Uh, 35, so it's been three generations that you and your family has been doing tea business. So apart from that, you told me earlier that you actually, that's not how your story started. Like you mm. wanted to do something else, but you wanted to be something else, but you end up doing what is in your DNA. Do you want to like a little bit <laughs> elaborate for us? Yeah, actually I, I was educated in uh, Sikkim, uh, in a, in a very nice place like uh, Sikkim in Gantok. And uh, and then I did my further studies in Delhi University in India. So I, uh, I always wanted to be a, you know, a tech tech guy or, <laughs> you know, a computer guy or something like but that. But it's not normal, right, for people from, uh, especially from Darjeeling or Sikkim to be a tech guy. It's like, it's like a thing. Yeah, it's, it's normal. It was my ambition when I was in uh, school. So... I just wanted to pursue that. And I joined, uh, uh, that time there was one institute called NITM, National Institute of Technology and Management. You know, It was a pretty famous institute. I joined that institute also. But, uh, you know, as I was doing my studies out there, I, uh, after I finished uh, my graduation, then my grandfather just wrote me a letter and called me back. And after I came back, you know, I came back home like, the third day, he wrote me a. Uh, he he handed me a letter, another letter, to go and go in one very very remote place and and, and join T, uh, especially in research. You know, there I was uh, like three months, four months. I was just counting insects and uh, counting mites. Something that you don't want to do, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, right after that, when. Uh, I know I'm going a little bit faster, but we can come back later on what happened in, in your early age. But so when do you think, when did it start that, okay, now maybe uh, I want to stay with tea and then, because I know uh, you've been doing this for, I don't know, like... Yeah, tea. when when I was working in that research, like, uh, you know, uh, it was just just a government, government job in a very uh, small... Like, I was just a trainee that time, you know. And I had a lot of time, actually. I had a lot of spare time. 
बट ड्यूरिंग माई सिंस माई कॉलेज डेज आई वॉज अ वेरी वॉसिफरस रीडर सो आई स्टार्टेड रीडिंग टी जर्नल्स टी पब्लिकेशन यू नो फ्रॉम रिसर्च एंड ऑल दैट दैट हाउस वॉज फुल ऑफ रिसर्च पेपर सो स्लोली स्लोली लाइक आई देन लाइक गैदर समथिंग दैट आई वॉन्टेड टू लाइक यू नो परस्यू एंड गो फॉर टी एज अ करियर सो That's so how it happened. That's how it happened for you. Um I think this surrounding by like literally now right now we're on top of the very beautiful tea plantation. I think what's the tea plantation that is the place the tea plantation that they own at Bishal Dai, right? Yeah. Bishal Dai was the shop name again. Venus. Venus Venus shops. <laughs> so they thank you for them to providing the space. So you had you didn't like the tea at the day, uh, at the beginning i mean you didn't want to be a tea, tea person but later on you like it so what uh, study that you have done to kind of you know like a, a less call you as a tea, tea monk tea like what you call call tea master to be like because you told me you have to you have been studied in 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 nepal in probably in darjeeling and probably in in china some other countries mm. and so how was the study what was the study actually like so after my research work i worked on two papers uh, with uh, some doctors who were doing phd and all that so there were different papers one was on entomology on uh, things uh, for insects and all that and another one was uh, was uh, was quite interesting like it was about the flavonoid compounds of uh, of black tea from darjeeling so that took me a little bit the the interest rose a little bit you know maybe 50% more and then uh, there was really you know the job was really irritating go early in the morning come back you know <laughs> and so i joined a private uh, leaving that government job then i joined a private uh, company where you know in people that time in darjeeling who who would make the best best tea you know like there were there were about 78 or 82 tea gardens in darjeeling so who would make the best tea and all that so that was a very uh, interesting opportunity for me so i joined a private company and worked out there and we then i started exploring uh, the world of uh, tea making as a skill you know uh, things like that and then uh, what was the study in in china that you mentioned then uh, i came to nepal then i got an opportunity uh, to uh, go to uh, to travel to uh, to china then i went to like uh, i had a intern study in uh, hangzhou uh, in zhejiang province and then another was like uh, since i had uh, in those days i had a lot of um, friends who were who were my pro- professors so they also like uh, gave me another opportunity to some uh, some study in fujian in angsi village so there i went and lived with farmers and all that and i came you know then i um, really understood the culture of tea because working in darjeeling mm, as a tea planter and as a tea maker you know you are always accustomed to uh, a certain system that the british has, has had laid down it, it is a different kind of tradition i think they are the one who started in, yeah. in, in here so yeah so it is a very colonial kind of thing you know you have to do this it has specific times it has specific you know everything is so specific 
So, but when I went to China, I I, I felt that the culture uh, moved on like a flow, you know, of tea, right? Yeah. So it was embedded in the culture, and people like uh, tea was embedded in I mean those professors who you know taught me, whom I learned from, and all that. So that's how I I came back to Nepal, and um, that was a different dimension of uh, uh, of, uh, of approach towards uh, how you view tea as a career or as uh, as a product or so i think putting a small uh, sentence like here is more like necessity over there is like lifestyle in in in, in the china i think the tea yeah people live tea people drink yeah, tea people always, just do make it's tea it's almost a way of life yeah the living especially style. in the tea villages yeah especially the tea villages then you study about the tea over there you got more inspired yeah. and you have come over here with some of one of your um something you were mentioning me earlier like you wanted to start yeah one, we, one we campaign, when i when like, i came back i uh, i started energy, a, like, yeah. okay, i want to do something let's do yeah, it i started unique. a campaign called uh, one farmer one tea you know, and uh, uh, i thought like if uh, the farmer himself who is very close to nature with the tea who's very close with the tea plant if he is not involved in uh making the tea and you know tra- transforming the tea that brings uh that uh bring uh, that uh, you know allows uh, um customers or people to taste uh, the human touch in it then i think uh, that tea can almost like uh, if you have a big factory and there's a, lot, a big plantation yes, yes. and and leaf is coming from big plantations you don't know who is plucking what and bringing it to a big factory and processing in a very commodity way i don't think uh, like there is the spirit of tea in that in that commercial tea i think you wanted to start something like let's see uh, let's call it like you want to do one but you want to do the best that was yeah. that thing that yeah. was the whole idea yeah. but how long it it worked for you i mean still working yeah uh, now uh, yeah actually when we started with this uh, with this uh, i think it was a revolution in nepal because in nepal everyone thought that uh, you know to process tea you need large investment big yeah. factories yeah. uh workers you know similar like we were actually um, transfer uh, we were transferring technology from darjeeling so i thought like uh, this is not our way so we have to uh, instead of transferring technology from from somewhere we have to build our own te- technology nepality should have its own essence own its, es- own, its technique, own identity yeah. and yes. own essence so if uh, the farmers themselves don't get involved in the in the processing and the making of tea and even the marketing of tea then it is uh, you know impossible for uh, for nepalese tea to be known to the world this is something uh, that i think i i like to stand for like we we don't have to do a massive production i think yeah, we can yeah. do a small production yeah. but the good production yeah uh, i just wanted to ask sumrai do we need to check the the lighting is getting very bright is all good no because we started with a dark light and now uh, suddenly it's become very bright uh, <laughs> so that also i am really impressed that you have been working as a tea as you know we have a tea bar uh, this is the whole idea that's why we came to uh, uh, elam now in fikko and going to darjeeling uh, tomorrow to see one of your friend so how uh, 
the question is like, I mean, that's not a question. That's not, my question is always I wanted to ask, how can how can we, this one tea, one, uh, one, one village, one tea, that's when you, what you started. So One farmer, one, one tea. One farmer, one tea, sorry. One farmer, one tea. So did we get any a better tea which represent Nepal? Uh, we can proudly say, we proudly promote in our international world. Yeah, no, uh, you know, all these years, it's almost been about eight, nine years I've been keeping students, teaching them, you know. Uh, going to their homesteads, living with them. Now we have cultivated, we had many, I had many students, like 200, 250 people, but I think now out of them, uh, 18 to 20, 20 farmers are very, very successful and, and they, they have their own facilities to make these. Some of them are expanding and I think... I think for me that is... That's where you that make me proud of, yes. But what kind of... I just wanted to ask, so is there any specific tea that we should try and, and bring it to a, a probably international market like places like Hong Kong and kind of showcase to uh, to the world? If you have any, please let us know. Maybe we would love to try. But you have... A, uh, we have some of the tea that maybe I can... You can help us to explain as... Yeah, this all, is... Yes, also... Um, so we... Here for tea, definitely, but Dai has a, a very uh, charming are, personality. Uh, <laughs> so that's why we started a podcast. So also Dai has uh, uh, the tea shop called uh, Tea Production Company. What do you call it? Tea Production yeah, Company? Yeah, Tea, tea Mandela. So, uh, La Mandela. We, yeah, La Mandela, uh, which we're going to, which we have some of the, uh, the clips that we can show you guys later uh, in, in other videos. But we have, we're trying some of their own production, which um, some of them can help me to explain which one is which. Mm, okay. So uh, this uh, Alamandala Speciality is an eight-year-old uh, company. And uh, I started this company because, you know, I, I couldn't go traveling all around. Nepal is a, like, a, you know, like, a, it's quite diverse in the sense like uh, not a, you don't have a clustered tea village, you know. Some clusters are somewhere in another district. Some clusters are, are somewhere in another district. So I had this idea of, you know, bringing people in Mandala and training them out here only, like, so that they live and breathe with me and with, uh, with the tea yeah, out Yeah, you, you told me. So it's almost like a studio company where people come and learn, you know, even people come from, uh, from other countries also, from UK, from Taiwan, from Japan also sometimes, like, uh, they come and they take a cash crash course or something like that. Some sellers like from Bombay, Delhi, they also come and take some cash course. So it's uh, it's like a small learning company where people have the opportunity to learn, share. They can and still do, like right? That. If they wanted to come yeah, and learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why we had this company. So now these are all like these... Um, my, mostly my students make. They're grown here. <laughs> yeah, they're all here. grown here. They're very Yeah, local. they are grown above, above uh, 1,600 meters of sea level. So our factory is situated um, 1,682 meters of the sea level. So it's a high elevation, high grown tea. So on uh, most of these, uh, La Mandala, some uh, uh, company in France, they really understood our mission. So now they have been promoting OT in France. They are selling in, in their 50 specialty shops Great. in France. So what is specialty tea then? Because I heard specialty coffee. I mean, I just want to know what is specialty tea. See, tea is a very, very simple and ordinary beverage as such. Uh, in terms of uh, 
how you view it, how people view it, what what is people's approach. It can be complex for people like who take it in a complex way also. Uh, but it's a very uh, simple and uh, uh, I think the essence of union between us humans and the tea plant makes it special. So that's the special. Yeah. That's so <laughs> it, is, it, is not, it is not like, you know, you have to pick this, uh, every cultivar. Of course, there are technical there, there, there specifications. Are technical, yeah. There are technical specifications which like people will learn themselves, you know, when they go through it. Uh, they go through that phenomenon of tea making and the phenomenon of tea appreciation. Uh, people will learn themselves. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't teach people like each and every technical point. You know, I just take them to in front of a tea plant and tell them, now is your learning time. Now you have to learn how to learn from nature. That, yeah, that, that, that's my most important message. Learn, learn to learn from nature. Learn to learn from nature. <laughs> mm. And. Um, so mm. that's, that's the explanation. That is, that, that is the explanation of uh, speciality tea. See, speciality tea in very technical terms means like dissection of of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of compounds in, in volume or, you know, quantify something. But uh, since it's a, it's, a, it's a natural product, you know, it varies from day to day, from you know, hour to hour. So we can't be really, you know, uh, dependent upon statistics and things like that. I think now I'm uh, now I'm involved with a new program called uh, my own uh, program called Spirit of Tea, where yes, I yes. make people feel spirit feel the spirit of tea. I think the feeling of people and nature and it's the union of these feelings. Uh, is the most important essence of uh, of speciality tea. So speciality tea that we will talk about definitely the, the the tea spirit, also the spirit of the, and also in France you mentioned so they also when they sell speciality tea they also have this kind of explanation to their guests or we just they just tell them oh this is specialty because it's come from a special place. Yeah, actually tea. our uh, our uh, person who is selling these teas who is promoting our teas. Um, he always every year he brings about uh, 12 to 13 people from his shops whoever are selling it especially tea sellers from his company so they come here you know we interact and we, we tell them everything about uh, tea. Uh, about how we made this tea like how it just happened you know because some teas they just happen you know <laughs> you don't have to make it <laughs> Really? Yeah. How does it work? Yeah, it so just, just works. Yeah. It just happens. You know? <laughs> well, we can't repeat the same process. It just like happened. Like yeah, it just happened. Like like like, like 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 song. Like let's say, you know, when they said, um, I was listening to one of the band actually. They were talking about, so the the the, the YouTube the the interviewer asked, so how did you come up with the song, the best song, in their band? He said it was just five minutes. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. Like, like yeah. there's a so that can happen also to you. Yeah. Yeah, because you are working with nature. See, when you go and uh, see, you always, uh, when, when you, uh, suppose uh, someone asks, uh, asks you, like you are asking me now, like, you know, uh, for, to make it into an alcoholic beverage or, you know, to blend it with, with alcohol, 
what do I uh, can you give me some advice or something like that so I just you know I just it just clicked in my mind that I can give you a, a, a flavor compound which can be more damascan which can which could be apple or near lychee very fruity but uh, to that uh, now to achieve that that is my target you know to achieve that now I have to go to the field you know just like talking to the plants I have to see the right time when the leaves has to be plucked so th- those are all technical things uh, but technical things uh, are two things technical things come one comes from knowledge uh, or memory that you have stored and one comes from intuition and in my lifetime 24 years of tea making i think my success trees are only that had come from intuition not yeah. from knowledge not from knowledge right <laughs> and I have, uh, this really have, has made me really trust this uh, the spirit of tea and the spirit of nature yeah i think i totally agree like i mean i'm also from nepal but the um, the some of the thing that i was telling you this morning right some of the thing that we can't explain mm. like it just happened like either good thing or bad thing or what we do something in day to day living um, our lifestyle but i think the weather uh, and also the environment also maybe play the to think that spiritual that you have probably because it looks a very beautiful place and now actually it's getting hot <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool earlier and now it's become very clear and very shiny so you you've been living here grew up here and then the, the idea of tea is here and now you you kind of a, a master in tea but this is the this is another question that i have like so now you i'm i'm sure you you know the tea and then the the process of tea the how the tea grow how actually tea make but now See, you, you this uh, master thing is a terminology actually nobody can master nature yes. uh, you cannot be the master of nature you know actually nature is your master in in terms of in our in our in our level in our level, language in our language. level so but now you moving to the you mentioned you starting this new um idea or the i don't know some some sort of uh program the the spiritual tea right spiritual tea spirit of tea spirit of tea so what what is the insight what do you, what do you want to people to know about see is, see uh, during whatever you asked me i told you about the spirit yes, of yes. Uh, spirit of nature the spirit of tea you know? i felt it because i am living in such a nice environment you know i go and you know be with the plants you know so now i i can just feel it uh now people who drink tea and who drink tea very unconsciously early in the morning they just get up you know they just maybe have a cup of tea for a you know a shot of dopamine or a shot of you know caffeine caffeine or uh, maybe some people like the tea a little bit bitter some people like sweet you know maybe they add some sugar and things like that so it is a very unconscious effort to be with nature since tea is a very natural uh, thing to drink because it's just the leaves that are being plucked and not really processed you know it, only it's dried you know and it's processed and you get the nature in the uh, the cup reflects the the nature of that place or the nature of the person who has converted this uh, this tea from 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 a plant you know to a, a drinkable uh, beverage so um, those people like uh, who are living in the city or who are living in places where they don't grow, grow 
city. I think it's very important for them to understand the message of the leaf, like what the leaf is actually trying to do to you or telling you. So the, the spirit of tea is actually a conscious uh, program for self-cultivation, for us to know how nature uh, wants to interact with you, how it resonates with your body. You know, there are some teas like, I don't say all teas are like a medicine or all teas are marvelous. Some teas uh, are, are, are not good for certain type of bodies. Some teas are really, really beneficial that it might bring a, a healing effect to your body and it might change your life. So people have to try different kind of teas. So the spirit of tea is a practice how to cultivate yourself to get into union with something that comes from nature. It is not, if you, if you learn that, then you will not do it only with tea, you'll all, uh, you can also do it with a fruit, you know, with an orange, you know. You can play around while you're peeling it, you know.